Chapter 6, The Trial Begins The State of Mississippi versus James Michael Whittington on a charge of murder. On a Monday morning, we started a week-long trial in the Circuit Court of Franklin County, Mississippi at the courthouse in Meadville. James Michael Whittington was represented by Johnny Carl Parkerson, J. Randolph Randy Smith, and K. Maxwell, Max Graves. As county prosecuting attorney in this particular case, I was lead attorney for the state of Mississippi. It took us only several hours to get a jury pick since both James Michael Whittington and Patricia Redding Whittington, as well as their families, were not locals and were only known through the news stories to the people that were on the potential jury panel. The trial started with the state calling some preliminary witnesses. Henry Vanier, the gentleman who was traveling west on Highway 84 on the night of the incident, he testified that he was going along with his friend Sandra Jones and her child and that he saw James Michael Whittington, whom he did not know at that time, Wildly waving his hands in the highway, he passed him by, then turned around and came back to him. He went to James Michael Whittington, and he testified that he immediately knew that he was a fellow Mason. And then he went down to check on Pat. He found her behind the car that they were driving, a Lincoln Continental, laying in the grass that he checked her and tried to give mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, but it was apparent that she was already dead. Another witness testified she was already cool to the touch. Henry Vanier testified that James Michael Whittington went from being calm to erratic and back to calm over and over during the brief time that he was with them before James Michael Whittington was removed to the hospital in Natchez. Officer Darrell Swanigan testified that he was called by dispatch from the Brookhaven MHP office to go to the scene of this accident just in the edge of Franklin County on U.S. Highway 84 West on the night of July 21st, 1984, period. He testified that upon arrival, he saw Mr. Whittington, and he went to his wife, and he found her to be uh, cool to the touch, and he didn't attempt to resuscitate her because it was apparent that she was deceased. She was laying approximately 138 feet from where the car had left the pavement to where her body was laying and then about another 50 feet further along was the Lincoln Continental that supposedly she was driving at the time that the accident occurred. Officer Swanigan testified there was very little damage to the car consisting of a broken hood ornament a broken driver's side rear view mirror and a small piece of chrome peeled up off the car and a very slight dent in the driver's door. He further testified that the injuries to 
Pat Whittington were obviously very severe because she was covered in quite a bit of blood and that there was blood inside the car uh, but only on the driver's door toward the back of the driver's door and nowhere else in the car not on the dash not above her head in the in the headliner not on the seat beside her but just on that left side that there was no apparent injury to James Michael Whittington that he was able to observe, but he was taken by ambulance to the uh, Natchez Regional Medical Center where he was kept overnight and then released the next day. Officer Darrell Swannigan further testified that upon continuing his investigation, he became very suspicious of the accuracy of the report as presented through James Michael Whittington to a bystander that his wife was driving and that she jumped out. Uh, He came back the next morning in the daylight hours and was able to observe that the tracks from the place where the Lincoln Continental left the pavement to where it came to final rest approximately 188 feet down the steep embankment and still moving in a westerly direction at somewhat of an angle that the tire tracks were plain where the tires had passed through the grass there was no break in those tire tracks as if the car would have vaulted any like it would have in his opinion if it had left the highway at normal highway speeds further that the place where patricia whittington was lying was across the left hand or driver's side set of tire tracks Uh, in other words that a an aerial view would be that you would see a tire track it was interrupted by her body and then the tire track continued But upon going back the next day, he realized that the tire track continued under her body. There was no break in the tire track, and there was no indication at all that she had been run over by one of the car tires. Officer Swanigan concluded his testimony by relating that he, along with Officer Lockwood and Officer Chandler, in consultation with Captain Gary Austin, investigator for the Mississippi Highway Safety Patrol, decided that this matter required further investigation because the circumstances of the accident, everything considered, did not point toward a car accident 